Hello again. It's PJ DJ. It's late at night. I have the sound of a sleeping 10-year-old in the background, but other than that, it's quiet, and that means I get to record a Lester the Nightfly middle-of-the-night episode, which is sort of my dream. Uh, Welcome. I'm doing my show here with you right now. It's Lester the Nightfly, the second episode. The first uh, installment, the first show, was really about 80s music, going back to some things that I like that maybe you haven't heard before. Uh, We went through five tracks. It was pretty brief. And I think I'm going to keep these relatively short for a little while, and then I may go long down the line. But anyways, it's PJ DJ. It's time to focus, in this case, on the namesake of this show, uh, one song by Donald Fagan, 1982, called The Nightfly. We're going to talk about it for just a little bit, and then we're going to listen to it, thanks to Spotify and Anchor. God bless them, making all this happen, making this fun happen. So first I'm going to just go through the lyrics quickly, then we'll talk about the song for a second, and then we'll listen to it. That's simple. No big deal. It's, again, from Donald Fagan's first solo record after Steely Dan sort of broke up, I guess, or just took a pause, although they did record stuff later and performed a lot over the last 30 years. But at this point, Donald Fagan was breaking off onto his own, writing his own stuff, and this uh, became the, the name of the album, The Nightfly. And although there are marvelous songs on this record, I love the records start to finish, This is the one that stood out to me the most. I will just make a quick comment in that there's another song on this record called Maxine, and that's where I got the name for my daughter, Maxine Rose Ewing. So pretty cool in that sense. But let's go through Lester the Nightfly right now. Here is what uh, Mr. Fagan says in the voice of Lester the Nightfly. I'm Lester the Nightfly. Hello, Baton Rouge. Won't you turn your radio down? Respect the seven-second delay we use. So, you say there's a race of men in the trees? You're for tough legislation. Thanks for calling. I wait all night for calls like these. And then the chorus, an independent station, WJAZ, with jazz and conversation from the foot of Mount Belzoni. Awesome. Sweet music. Tonight, the night is mine. Late line till the sun comes through the skylight. I always thought it was Skyline, but it's Skylight. Okay, he goes on. I've got plenty of Java and Chesterfield Kings, cigarettes for those who don't know, but I feel like crying. I wish I had a heart like ice. Heart like ice. If you want your honey to look super swell, you must spring for that blue jar. Patton's kiss and tell. Kiss and tell. Don't know what that means, actually. An independent station, WJAZ, with jazz and conversation from the foot of Mount Belzoni. Sweet music. Tonight the night is mine. Late line till the sun comes through the skylight. And then the departure. The moment, I think, of self-revelation, of vulnerability, of honesty. And He says, you'd never believe it. But once there was a time when love was in my life. I sometimes wonder what happened to that flame. The answer's still the same. It was you. It was you. Tonight, you're still on my mind. Oh, thud. 
thud, don't you feel that? Still thinking about her in this case, I guess. An independent station, WJAZ, with Jazz in Conversation, from the foot of Mount Belzoni. It concludes with that chorus, Sweet music, tonight the night is mine, late line, till the sun comes through the skylight. Poetry, lovely, sentimental, but it really has a, a place, doesn't it? It, it? You see it. If you ever see the cover, which I encourage you to do, you'll see Donald Fagan kind of leaning over, big microphone, cigarette in hand, you know, equipped to do his all-night radio show. I adore the caller who thinks that there's a race of men in the trees. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, just hilarious and um, maybe so true uh, t- for radio tonight, today, now, and certainly going back in in time. I do remember when I was at Notre Dame in MBA school, and I would, you know, get home late from the library studying, working hard, all that stuff in in graduate school, and I would go to my apartment, just me, alone, and I would stay up for an hour or two listening to Larry King live, uh, which I found amazing. I still find absolutely dumbfoundingly amazing in that the whole country, truckers and people at home and people on the West Coast that were still awake and those that couldn't sleep on the East Coast and everyone in between were calling into Larry King and having a national conversation. If you wanted to know, in my opinion, that it, that is, if you wanted to know what was really going on in people's minds when we weren't all left or all right, but we were kind of maybe a little bit more of one country, you could just listen to Larry King live on the radio and you would hear the opinions of the country. I found that just amazing. Maybe I fell in love with radio then a little bit, although I think it happened well before then. Uh, I've loved audio and radio ever since, uh, truthfully. I, I'm. It's my favorite medium. It always has been. That's why I like Spotify so much. That's why I like podcasts so much. That's maybe why I'm doing this. That's why I do the Bees Knees podcast, because it's a, a, an opportunity to communicate with all, without all the trappings of production and video and, and, you know, is your hair right and, you know, the self-consciousness of being in front of a screen that really can go away when you're just talking and you're just thinking and you can close your eyes if you need to and you can just focus on the thoughts and the 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 communication that you have that you want to share. I, I find it to be, you know, the best medium. I've always, I guess I've always loved it. So um, I don't have a lot of other commentary about the music. It's fun. It's lovely. I just know the song so well, so maybe I like it um, more than the first listener will like it. Um, It's certainly signature Donald Fagan and signature Steely Dan. Uh, I've seen him do it on YouTube recently. He did a whole concert uh, within the last year doing this entire record. I think it was on the Upper West Side uh, of Manhattan in this case, and he did a different record every night, and this was one of them, and I'm very sad that I wasn't able to go see him perform this whole record um, at the Beacon Theater. But, you know, uh, you can go on YouTube and you can see him do the work. He doesn't have a great voice, uh, certainly. He's got a signature voice, a, a beautiful character actor voice. It's not beautiful. He has trouble hitting some of the notes. Do I care? Not at all. He's a stylist, clearly, and he's a great composer. And the music is accessible, yet, like this song, uh, makes you think a little bit. So I'll stop. 
let's go right in and listen to this this great song, The Night Fly from Donald Fagan. Um, those are my opinions, my brief opinions on the topic. Um, hopefully you'll find some value in this particular track.
foot of Mount Belzoni. Okay, I have a couple more observations here after we listen to that marvelous song. First thing is, uh, I did not know what the blue jar is, Patton's Kiss and Tell. And so I started looking up on the internet, the interweb, what the heck people have to say about it. And there's a lot of speculation really out there. Nobody has a good answer. But I did discover that, um, and this one sounds pretty good. This is coming from Reddit. So I'm, I'm going to read it to you. If you want your honey to look super swell, seems unambiguous to me. You have a clear mocking of advertising type slogans and advertising conformity or social peer pressure. Okay, that's pretty interesting. And then the words you must spring for he was referring to the new job. And this person says, again, I get a sense of advertising pushing me to jump out of my easy chair to make a purchase. Uh, spring for meaning to fund within a monetary sense in a feeding frenzy rush to purchase. And then they talk about that blue jar, that little blue jar. Um, the thought is it's a cosmetic and you're springing for the blue jar for your sweetheart. Um, in this case, the comment is they tend to be expensive per gram, like drugs. Um, a cobalt blue jar, someone referenced as being Noxema, but I don't know. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That doesn't seem very precious. But uh, what's funny, I guess, is just that there's a lot of <laughs> conversation, uh, speculation about what the heck Donald Fagan means. And there's one more paragraph I want to read to you. Again, more speculation about the song. Uh, because I guess I assumed, like a lot of people, that Mount Belzoni um, might be in the Baton Rouge area. Um, so let's clear that up right now. Uh, this is a, from a gentleman named Charles Campbell, May twenty seventh, 2019. Uh, his thoughts. Fagan was just using words from the South to assemble lyrics that generate an imaginary concept. Okay, great. I believe that and I love that. He's just, uh, it's an amalgamation of different Southern concepts that he puts into one song. I think that's fair. Uh, he did a good job too. However, being from the Mississippi Delta, there are a few problems with these references. First, the town Belzoni, Mississippi is pronounced Belzona by all the locals. Second, Belzoni is called the heart of the Delta, the Mississippi River Delta below Memphis, Tennessee, was a giant floodplain for centuries until someone got the idea of building levees along the river. The land there is about as flat as a pool table. Check out Google Maps to take a look. There are no mountains anywhere near Belzoni. <laughs> okay, so Mount Belzoni is a bit of a myth. And the third uh, thing that he brings up, um, Belzoni is a long way from Baton Rouge or Red Stick, as it's commonly called. 
The name is in honor of the Native Americans who originally lived there and would smash the heads of trespassers with clubs and leave the bloody red stick stuck in the ground beside the victim as a warning to future illegal immigrants. My goodness, are we far afield from my Chesterfield Kings right now? Of course, if you prefer the French designation Baton Rouge, that's fine too. I get it. Red stick, Baton Rouge. Boy, I'm learning something right here and right now. Anyways, what I love is that he brought together all kinds of concepts into this song from the South. And um, in my head, it was all one place and one thing, but it turns out it's a, a fantasy from his his brain. Pretty good stuff. One last thing I want to say before we close it out here, and in fact, to be honest, I'm just going to play the song again so we can listen to it one more time. But I wanted to just, uh, as a reaction to my first episode from a couple days ago, David Goldman was kind enough to make some comments, and Alan King, also on Facebook, two gentlemen that I love so much and that I haven't spoken with in such a long period of time, great people, uh, attracted by this thought of the show and my references to Donald Fagan and the music that was there. And, you know, if nothing else happens besides a friend or two kind of coming in and making a comment, this is completely worth it. Again, I'm doing this mostly just to do it and to enjoy the process of learning and exploring a song or a list of songs. But boy, what a what a bonus it was to see those voices, hear those voices, see those names on my Facebook feed today. Um, and so, gentlemen, if you do listen to this one ever, thank you for that encouragement. It was great to reconnect. I'm looking forward to getting on the phone one on one and talking to you guys. So, okay, fine. Let's listen to this song one more time, and then we're out. See you later.
Foot of Mount Belzoni. 